The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to the Kelly Sullivan Walden Show, where we explore nighttime dreams, daytime desires, and the best ways to transform the tragic into magic. Because let's face it, we all dream, we all have our blessings, and we all have our challenges, myself included. And I don't want any of us to take any of those things lying down, if you know what I mean. I just wrote a book entitled, A Crisis is a Terrible Thing to Waste. I'm excited to explore the topic with you, whether it relates to your waking or sleeping dreams, because we're dreaming all the time, people. So let's make it the best dream possible. I'm so glad you're here. Welcome. Welcome everyone to the show today. I'm so excited to be with another Kelly today. This is a Kelly um, that is absolutely extraordinary. She's, um, I just got to finish reading her book and she is literally blowing my mind. I wish I had known about her and her work years before. Before I get into all this, I just wanna invite everybody to get centered with me for a moment. Let's just turn within. Let's just take a big deep breath, release and let go of all of the getting here and anything that might be stressful or worrisome in our lives. Let's just let it go, knowing that all of that is just kind of rumbling thunder clouds of a storm that's already passed. And all that we have to do is just call in that light that passes our human understanding, our light, the love that is always here and accept that it is right here with us, closer than our breathing, nearer than our hands and feet. And something wonderful is about to happen to all of us. So with this, I'm just so grateful for Kelly Noah Hoff. Am I pronouncing that right? I hope. And I'm so grateful for this amazing journey she's been on that she's going to share with us today that is going to rock your rock your soul. So with this, I say thank you. Thy will be done for the highest good of all. So it is. Amen. A woman of dreams. So Kelly, so we've got Kelly and Rick Hoff. And am I pronouncing it right? Yes. Okay, wonderful. And so for those who don't know who you are, let me just say a little bit. So Kelly Hoff was a 40 year old mom of two daughters living a traditional life on the prairie outside Stillwater, Oklahoma with her devoted husband, Rick, a fireman. In 2013, their lives took a wild turn when Kelly finds the brain tumor which has been surgically removed 10 years earlier, it's back. Because she sees she has seen a decade of patients from her tumor support group 
on a repeating loop of tumor recurrence, chemotherapy and surgery. She was hesitant to follow doctors' recommendations for more of the same. Her search for options leads her to promising studies on the efficacy of medical cannabis in the treatment of tumors and cancer. And she decides to try it. It's a decision that forces Kelly and Rick to uproot their entire lives in Oklahoma, then an illegal, it was then an illegal cannabis state. And then they moved to legal California. That's funny to say legal California, but I guess it's true to pursue therapy. So this story is true. This story is, um, let's get into it. I don't want to tell this story. Let me just, let me just first say um, one of the reasons why when I saw the press release about this book, I was so excited and wanted to have you. Oh, are you guys hearing that little click in the background? I wonder if that's me. No, I think um, might be me. It's just me clicking. Okay. <laughs> if you're not hearing it, then it's not being recorded. Um, so my friend Gypsy, she was my one of my dearest sisters, best friends for life. You know, I'd known her for 30 some years. I was the um, godmother to her children. She passed away two years ago from um, cancer that was in her in her throat and in her tongue. And towards the end, she started to try Rick Simpson oil. And I think it was too little too late. And um, so it didn't work, but I don't think she had the chance to do the whole experience of what's what's possible. So let's let's start sort of from the beginning i mean i gave a little bit of the overview about about your story but but talk to me if you can um about about what it was like kind of like they do in 12 steps what it was like what happened what it's like and you know what you went through and <laughs> where you're at so take us back to that moment where you realized you had the recurrence Okay, well, first of all, thank you for having me on your show. It's quite an honor. Mm. It's good to see you. So great to have you. Um, so, yes. Um, so should I start with the reoccurring thing? I think so. I mean, yeah, start wherever you feel you feel moved. Okay, so, um, yeah, so when, when I had the reoccurrence, um, well, when I first had the tumor, I was very young, so I, well, 37. <laughs> to me, that's young that's now. very young. <laughs> Baby. <laughs> and, you know, my girls were teenagers, so, you know, I was concerned about, you know, them getting what they needed from a mother at that age. So when the reoccurrence happened, I was already 51. So I went, um, you know, over 10 years without a reoccurrence, which was pretty unusual. Uh, usually, typically, they happen fairly quick, like within two to three years. So I was already in the 98th percentile before I had the reoccurrence. So, you know, I got pretty used to, I think it had been 14 years since my surgery where, you know, I was having MRIs every three months. So I got pretty used to, you know, there being no reoccurrence and just continuing my normal life. <laughs> So um, because I was older now, and now I had grandchildren, so it wasn't as traumatic as, you know, finding out the tumor when I was 37. Mm -hmm. So I was kind of, you know, my girls had already, had already seen them graduate high school and college and trade school and now, you know, grandbabies. So I wasn't quite as, you know, I thought, wow, I was so blessed be able to make it this far you know mm -hmm. so I um wasn't quite shocked you know I wasn't shocked you know I anticipated this day would probably come and um, these type of tumors are uh you never cure them they're they're always a, a risk so I had continued doing the MRIs for all those years so it wasn't shocking but I did know once that result came back, my whole life would change. Mm. And so that's what happened. But I kind of just at that point thought, well, 
you know, I was felt blessed that I hadn't gotten so much more time. And I already knew after looking at the tumor group for so long, um, what chemo and radiation, what that path would look like. And uh, typically, and I just really felt like surely there's some other options, <laughs> something that, you know, I, I tend not to, you know, I don't take pharmaceuticals and, you know, I just do more natural healing medicines anyway. And so um, I had just gotten back from LA at Cedar sinai where I did the MRI and my neurosurgeon had called and said there's a reoccurrence. But while I was there, I was having some olfactory seizures. Right. So, intense um, smells, right? Yeah. Intense smells in the middle of the night. And so um, he had prescribed me Keppra. And I'd already heard the horrors of taking that, that medicine. But I, um, you know, I just, like I said, I, if I was, if it was a kind of seizure where you're driving and you have a seizure, you know, that's different. But this was just waking up in the middle of the night with strange smells. So I didn't feel like anybody would be at risk, but I just wanted to look at something more alternative. So just got on my computer and started looking up what would be an all healthy alternative to Keppra. And uh, that's when I learned about Charlotte Figgy in Colorado, who had been treating, they had been treating her with uh, CBD oil for her seizures. And I thought, well, that's interesting. So other things started popping up about actually injecting cannabinoids into tumor, brain tumor cells in them actually dying. So, you know, that got me thinking, well, wait, you know, there, maybe there is another option out there. Right. So, um, yeah. Well, that one thing it. I love about your story is that you, and I want you to keep going, but it's, you're not somebody who was already kind of getting high every day and, you know, like, hey, let me just smoke more pot. I mean, this was not, <laughs> this wasn't your life at all. I mean, in fact, you say that, that Rick, you were the one that had to do a lot of the, the, the drug testing as a fireman, right? That's correct. Yes, there's a pretty much a zero tolerance policy on the fire department. And um, I, I did get to do a lot of that uh, drug testing responsibility. And so, I, you know, I'd grown up here all my life and kind of had the idea that uh, the people out in California were just doing the legal marijuana thing just to get around the law just so they could get high. And I really right. had no concept of the true medical um, opportunities there. So that was quite a shock for me when I started learning all that. Ah, and was, well, let's keep going. So you, you do this research because you, you find out that you could actually inject cannabinoids did I say right? into yeah. tumors, into cancer cells, and it, it causes them to, to disappear. I mean, it destroys them. So then what do you do? Well, so I'm just researching this, just kind of thinking, and if this is about um, around Christmas time. And so I'm just putting it off because I'm, you know, I, I don't know what I'm going to do, but I just noticed that and I thought, well, maybe there's another option. And Jillian, my daughter from uh, San Francisco, had flown in for Christmas. I was just going to be there a few days. And uh, so we, you know, I just kept putting it off and, uh, you know, probably about a month. <laughs> I put it off and and so Jillian you know she finally right after we did the Christmas and cleaned everything up and we're making some tea Jillian's like so what are you gonna do mom you know she's just like you've got to do something you can't just not do anything and so I just blurted out I'm gonna try medical cannabis and I didn't know until I said that that that's what I was gonna do <laughs> I felt like I had to come up with an answer and that was just right there. Right. You made it through Christmas thinking like this might be the last one. So let's just have a great Christmas. Let's not taint it by talking about all this stuff, but then, all right, well, now that we have to talk about it, bam. And, and how does your family respond? 
Well, my daughter and Rick were just like, what did you just say? <laughs> Is my mother an alien? <laughs> so they were surprised as I was. I didn't realize I was going to say that either. <laughs> but, um, you know, and we knew nothing about it except just what I had just learned on the internet. But it just felt like, okay, Jillian was like, if we're going to do this, then let's do it you know so I'm like okay and we just on the trip there is when we learned more about it and then by the time we actually made it to San Francisco we were fully convinced that this was going to work <laughs> right and what I love is the way that your book Kelly's Oil this is it's so it's such a beautiful book I mean you get right to the point and it, it's it's like a it's a page turner you can't put it down even though we I think based on the cover, we assume you live, but but it's still like, oh my God, what's gonna happen? It's illegal in Oklahoma. Are they gonna get arrested at the border? Are they going to, what's gonna happen when they get to Colorado? Are like, is it gonna work? And then is, there's, I mean, so there's so many, I mean, you really take us, it's very skillfully written because it's you teach us at the same time you're actually, so it's, it's like you cover both sides of the brain with, you know, the story as well as these are the things that we did. And you also, I think, make us grateful for the laws that have passed and the, the way that things are right now for people that are going through these things. So, all right, let's kind of fast forward a bit, but every detail is important. I want everybody to read Kelly's Oil for the great read and because whether whether you who are listening is dealing with cancer or somebody you know is battling cancer i think it doesn't have to be a death sentence this can be something that actually is an incredible journey and you've done all the hard research for us both of you so take us to like let's fast forward to um you getting on this regimen will you and and that in, involves um, a certain shaman named Francis Rico, who I love, and a grandmother tree. So take us to to these these aspects of the story. Mm -hmm. Well, um, like I said, we knew nothing, <laughs> so we learned along the way, and just really YouTube, you know, doctors listening to doctors on YouTube and and seeing evidence, you know. Uh, uh, anecdotal yeah to, anecdotal just, right mm -hmm. and um i had no idea what protocol to do i was just really struggling when i went to the doctor when i first got there um he did a thorough uh, um, physical on me and afterwards he said yeah i think cannabis will work for you he showed me a picture of a, a baby who was born with a tumor and they, they were gonna take half of the baby's brain out. And uh, instead the parents were like, no. And they started putting uh, cannabis oil on a pacifier. And like, I think within eight months, the tumor had shrunk. So, you know, he was showing me this and he said, yeah, I think this is gonna work for you. And he oh said, <laughs> he said, um, you know, here's your script. And um, I said, okay, what do I do? <laughs> and he's like, well, we don't really know. And I kind of figured by this time, because California had been legal since 96, mm -hmm. medical marijuana. So I figured everybody had this figured <clears throat> out by now. Right. But it was amazing to me how many people didn't even know about cannabis, you know, working with uh, killing cancer cells. Right. So, Anyway, he was just like, yeah, I think it's going to work, but I don't really know. There's no protocol to give you. He said, just look up this um, RSO oil. RSO, Rick Simpson oil. Yeah. So tell, tell everybody, those who don't know about that, um, tell us a little bit about his oil versus the oil that now you, you've created. So, Well, the Rick Simpson oil um, is made slightly different. I mean, it's basically the same. It's just processed differently. It's processed with a uh, a different solvent. It's uh, called naphtha, 
And um, the theory is it all burns away anyway, and so it's fine. But we we chose to use a uh, the, the same thing. It's basically the same oil, but just using a different process um, with um, ethanol, edible ethanol, just because if there is any trace traces left, you know, it's just safer. It's ingestible. So and, you know, and you say something about <clears throat> when you first tried it, you really tripped like you it it was an unpleasant it wasn't a happy high because um, you're a very sensitive person. And but then you also realize that there's and I don't remember what they're called. One is sativa. They're two different strains. Sativa that is more of a something that relaxes you. And then there's the other one that maybe gives you some creative an energy to walk. What is the other one called? Um, um, well, the the sativa, the, yeah, the, the sativa is actually the more stimulating. Um, oh, oh, okay, got indica, that wrong. Okay, indica, indica, indica. That's it. So you, so your oil involves the the sativa, so that it's so that people can still sort of live. They're not just kind of zoning out. Right, and um, typically you would want to use the indica. This is stuff we learned later. When we were doing this, we had no no idea. Right. If I was to give advice later, after I've learned a lot, you would actually want to do the indica because you would want to rest and not get that. Uh, oh, gotcha. Yeah, I mean, it worked well for us just because um, we got out and walked, which was mm -hmm. huge benefit. And, um, but I think typically you'd probably want to rest more, but anymore, you know, sativa and indica, they're all hybrids these days. So it's, it's really not, uh, it's more, they're all most of a blend. There's not almost that every much that's pure anymore. It's all mixed together. Okay. Well, it's good to know if you're taking something that's going to relax you versus something that's going to stimulate. I mean, that seems like important. So thank you very much for doing the research in your own body and mind to, to come up with all of that. So, um, all right. So then, so you, you start to develop this, you, you, you do Rick Simpson oil yourself. Uh, it was <laughs> The Rick Simpson with the naphtha, it was what made with ethanol. I just okay. didn't know the difference back then. Mm -hmm. I learned that later. <laughs> but um, it it wasn't the, it was just I took too much too too quickly. And when I did my first dose, I just, um, I'm very sensitive to THC and I didn't know that at the time. And so it says start with a half a grain of rice. And so I was like, that's so that's such a little amount, you know. How can this be that much of a problem? And and I'm here. Oh, famous last done. words. <laughs> I was like, let's just get this done. Oops. Let's just go right up to the gram. I didn't do a gram, but I didn't do. I did too much, and uh, had a very scary experience. And um, once I got through that, the next day is when I realized, you know what, this is sacred medicine. You know, this is medicine is not just going to heal my brain tumor. This is medicine that's going to heal much more than that, <laughs> depending on what you need healed. And <laughs> so I felt like this was very, that I needed to approach this in a different way. That's when I called Frank. <laughs> Francis. That's when you called Francis Rico, the shaman. And, and he's a dear friend of mine as well. So Tell us about how you brought in the sacred, how the sacred aspect, the mind, body, spirit aspect started to come into play. Well, it was really that, you know, I just was like, this, this needs to be approached differently. Um, and, and I just, after that experience I had, I just really felt deeply, wow, this is not anything like what I was thinking on the road trip there. I got to get this oil and take it and it's going to cure my brain tumor. You know, it was just like, this is, this is deep stuff. This is, this is going to cure many levels of, of things that, you know, so I was like, we really need to, to, to call Francis. So we, um, 
got in touch with him. He said, oh yeah, you need to come up and we'll do a ceremony. So uh, we drove up to Petaluma and had a ceremony with, with Frank. And, and it, in the book, I think I talk about how um, amazing that was. <laughs> yeah, so, so Rick, and I think it's interesting, there's Rick Simpson oil and then there's Rick. So <laughs> it's, I think there's all, it's all meant to be. But um, what was this like for you? I mean, you were away from home, away from your job, away from everything familiar, you've thrown yourself in and now you find yourself in this shamanic ceremony. How are you doing while this is going on? I, I'm actually doing pretty well. Um, I had met Frank earlier. Uh, I'd met him several years earlier, so we knew each other. And he actually came to Kelly's surgery uh, when she very first had surgery in LA. Oh, and wow. He, he came and met us and we did ceremony there, you know, in the okay. waiting room, the hospital. And which was kind of funny because he laid out his uh, Peruvian rug and altar pieces out there. And, and one of the uh, staff came by and said, oh, no, you guys can't eat in here. <laughs> I guess they thought we we're having a picnic or something. And, and so, it's a different kind of picnic, <laughs> a spiritual picnic. <laughs> Frank got a big kick out of that. But I, I, luckily, I had known Frank before, and I had been introduced to shamanism. And so I, I had a little bit of background and was, of course, thrilled that we were able to see him again and to do the to do the ceremony that Kelly's talking about now at his home. It was just it was just uh, just good a good place to be. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot... Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. I think so many people do just focus on the physical and would you say that both of you would you attribute having done a more holistic approach not just using plant medicine but but all of that to to the success of of your tumor being removed absolutely. or not being removed just kind of dissolving yeah absolutely i mean and we did a lot of other things we uh, actually, I did everything I could think of <laughs> that, that Before. could possibly um, cure a brain tumor. So I worked on a lot of things like creative visualization. I did every morning before I got out of bed. <clears throat> I We did um, healthy diet, everything organic, um, alkaline water, you know, anything I'd ever heard of, uh, apricot kernels, uh, black seed oil. <laughs> 
masses. Uh, uh, yeah, emotional I, I did emotional release um, work. And uh, so, yeah, I, I tried everything. And it was just amazing that we had the space to do that. You know, he was able to take off work and go somewhere out of your environment where, you, you know, you can start over basically and change everything. And that we pretty much did. We changed, you know, we were sitting over here in Oklahoma getting really chunky. <laughs> yeah. not, not organically based no. uh, diet at all. So it was, uh, yeah, it was a total life change. My God. Walking every day because when I took the oil, I would get so anxious because it oh. was sativa. And um, like I said, I was very sensitive to it and I had to take high doses. Right. Because that's part of the part of the protocol is that you continue to to increase your you take more and more and more. What's the what was the the amount that you finally got to kind of like the peak of how much you were taking per day? A gram. But I actually got up to two grams a day, I think the last two weeks. Mm -hmm. Cause I was like, this has to work. So I just like doubled my dose. And, it and was, did you, were you feeling, were you feeling really, really high, really stoned and just kind no, of getting used to it? I felt really out of it. I couldn't really complete a sentence. Mm -hmm. um, I lost my appetite. Uh, Rick had to like, just practically force feed me. <laughs> force feed those healthy smoothies <laughs> down your throat. I, had well, no, I, I didn't, I mean, I don't know if being really high was, was the right word, but it just, I just felt very disconnected from everything. Right. So it's not how you would, I mean, some people would be like, well, that's cool. Permission to party, but you're like, I'm, I'm making myself do this. So now what do you do now that, I mean, I'm kind of jumping around a little bit, but I'm curious about what your life is now. Do you keep some level of cannabis um, intake? Um, I actually have not in a while, just because, I don't know, I just kind of overdosed on it when I was in California. And I kept doing a small dose. And, um, but just recently, um, I haven't really, we were just talking about, I need to start taking a tenth of a gram maintenance dose uh, is it tenth of a, gram? a maintenance dose yeah. it's i've heard you know we don't have a lot of studies in this but i've heard that you really need to continue a maintenance dose i wonder if that maintenance dose would be good for everybody because we all have cancer cells i think so yes Ooh, so we should all get kelly's oil i mean can we can we buy it from you can we do we how do how do we do it because i want some <laughs> well interestingly after all of this the treatment and it working uh we we actually bought a house in sierra nevada mountains and uh lived there for three years mm -hmm. and then when it became legal in oklahoma we came back here and we started our own uh cannabis oil business to bring the medicine back to the people and we um we've been making the oil because I know you've got a website which is kellysoil.com k-e-l-l-y-s-o-i-l.com but that takes you to the book so is there another oil another website for uh, there's not for the oil right now Kelly um okay. and we can only sell it here in Oklahoma it's, it's oh. not, uh, we're not able to do interstate selling at this point okay okay so, until it becomes federally legal, uh, we're uh, just limited to to the state that we're in. Uh huh. So I guess we could help people in Oklahoma, but not so much out of the state right now. Yeah. Well, that's. I mean, it's good to know though that you that you have that this is available. I just want to say something because I. I mean, you you went to, you had your when you were first diagnosed, um, and you had you immediately or pretty quickly got, got surgery when you were younger. Um, did that adversely affect you or how was that? How did that surgery affect you? Um, 
I think it went really well. Um, but uh, I do have some few deficits. You know, I can't remember certain words for things and and uh, stuff like that. What would you think? What do you well, think? <laughs> one thing I find interesting when she very first found out about the tumor back in 2000 is uh, what, what caught me really off guard is that she didn't opt to have it removed right away. You know, in my mind, I was like, yes, we got to take this out. It's a three centimeter tumor in your brain. It's obvious we're going to have an operation. Right. And Kelly, no, it's not obvious. And we're not going to do that. And I was like, what do you mean? You know, this you know, is with the first one. This is the very first, the very first okay. operation. The only operation, actually. Right, right. Yeah, she, um, it, it took me a while to wrap my mind around the fact that, wow, she actually is in control of what happens to her body. And it's not my place to tell her what she can and can't do. She went Thank three God. years without without that surgery after she oh, okay. the tumors. She's, she's actually kind of a rebel, Kelly. She's got a little that. bit of... <laughs> Don't let the blonde hair fool you. <laughs> the first surgeon in Oklahoma City, he was head of the um, the surgical department there. He was like, "Yeah, we're we need to take that out, and and we're going to shave your head." And it just Kelly was like, "No, I don't think we're going to do that." And so we wow. had to sign a document saying, "You know, we're we're uh, going against medical advice." And it, it kind of upset him, I think, a little bit. But it also kind of threw me for a loop because I it's the first time I. Um, I guess understood that Kelly wasn't nearly as anxious to get this out as everybody else was. So that was kind of a, an eye opener for me initially. Wow. Well, I, I, I can remember, I mean, I went to a lot of the appointments with my friend Gypsy and the pressure was intense for her to do what they said. And it was, I mean, she, she's rebellious. I mean, her name's Gypsy for God's sake. She changed her name to Gypsy, but she, did go along with what the doctors said and and then she tried to do a little bit of a hybrid but it was it was kind of late and it was gruesome what she went through with chemo radiation surgeries and it was like out of a science fiction horror movie it was awful and it weakened her body and it weakened she got so skinny i mean it was so it's it's no joke. I mean, it's not like we want to disconnect from Western medicine. Oops, we want to disconnect from my mom calling me. She must be hearing this. Sorry about that. She's no, you should probably go and... really. <laughs> We've got your mom here, my mom. Oh my heavens. Um, and Rick, I know you. Then after Kelly came out of the woods with all all of what she went through then you got sick and started to do this as well. Can you speak to that? Sure. Um, this is just really fairly recently, just uh, maybe a little over a year and a half ago. Um, I started having a, a real high PSA number uh, come up. And so uh, yeah, immediately I took Kelly's advice and uh, we started doing oil for me uh, for my PSA. I had I don't remember the amount of time I had several, it seemed like a couple of months actually before I could even get into the doctor. And so during that time, I started just taking the oil as, as aggressively as I could. And um, we didn't do any pretest, but at the time I didn't care. I thought, you know, if I've got cancer, I want to get started right away. And if I don't have cancer, then that's great too. So mm -hmm started taking the oil um, right away. And when I did go get the uh, my next PSA, those numbers had dropped. And then we had um, kind of an advanced MRI that's just for prostate. Uh, and it showed that I was uh, cancer free. So there was a couple of nodules on that, 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 that looked like they had died off. And the, the doctor said he wasn't that worried about those. And so, I, you know, I don't have any kind of um, proof that it helped me or not, but um, it made me feel better. <laughs> and, and I still take, I do still take a maintenance dose uh, myself, just kind of for that reason. Oh, that's, that's good to know. And I'm so glad that you, I mean, you're both miracles. 
you're and and you've had to pay a heavy price to that to do that you had to move out of state you had to i mean that was you had a beautiful home you thought would be your homestead for for your whole life for your grandkids and you you lived in in somebody else's home you in san francisco you i mean there was a lot of things that were absolutely unsettling and and up up you know turned your whole life upside down and and yet here you are right now so as we come around to the finale even though i feel like we could talk for hours more i'm just so glad you're on the planet i'm so glad that you survived i'm so glad that you left a trail of breadcrumbs behind through this beautiful book kelly's oil um i'm just curious what 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 do you have to say in hindsight at this point, what do you like to somebody who's maybe just got diagnosed or a loved one just got diagnosed? What kind of words of wisdom do you have for them? Well, one thing that kind of weighs heavy on my mind a lot is um, how we just give away our power to doctors. And just it's almost like we don't even know that we that we actually have the ability to heal ourselves, you know. Right. Um, we have the ability, whether we can actually, you know, manifest that's different. But um, I think that just don't give away all your power and work with a doctor and you can make choices and um, you don't have to do everything they tell you to. You know, I didn't, they, the doctor that called and said, we we're going to do, he said, we are going to do you know, chemo, four to six months of chemo. And if that doesn't work, we'll do another brain surgery. I was like, well, I said, what if I don't do that with that? <laughs> and this is a world renowned doctor. <laughs> and right. it was a long silence. And he's like, it's your choice. So, um, you know, you can go against what they say, not saying it's always a good idea. And you know, when I was in San Francisco, I had a, a surgical team set up there. I had a plan B. So, you know, and I was being monitored. So I was, you know, trying to be responsible about it. And we checked in and got my MRIs with him. And I was fortunate that um, my oncologist also studies cannabis. Um, he's the head researcher and he does research on cannabis. So he was probably more open. Uh, than most, although, you know, they have a standard code that they have to, to go by, so they can't encourage it or, you know, right. He just said, we'll allow you the time to do it because uh, the tumor was showing it was slow growing and, you know, he, he really was trying to push for me to have another surgery, but I said, can you give me three months? And he's like, well, yeah, we can come back in three months. And if you have any problems before then, so, you know, I had doctors as a backup. Right. But I think people need to realize that they have so much ability. They have an innate um, power within themselves that wants to heal itself. And if we can just support that and give it, you know, what it needs to, to um, do its job. And, and Kelly, I think something that mm. um, Kelly did too, that, I would give a lot of credit to is not just the physicality of it, but her uh, emotional aspect. She put yes. a lot of, uh, <clears throat> internal work in, like she talked about on visualization, on, yes. on just a lot of mental work. And, you know, the doctors don't, they, they might agree that there's a, a body spirit connection, but they don't have the time or the training actually to, to give to each person. So I think that's kind of what you're talking about too, is individuals need to take, all that into consideration that the doctors aren't the fix-all for everything. They're, they're, they can do what they can do, but we're really, it's up to us to do everything. Right, and I love that you bring that in. I think this book, this Kelly's Oil book, and this is out on Millichap Books, um, you really give us everything that you did and everything you did was, was absolutely right. You didn't leave anything out. I mean, you got in, all the physical your relationships you brought in the whole family and and you did it right away i mean you did it pretty close to right away and then you also kept a, a tiny toe in the western 
world just in case so we're not saying absolutely don't do any of that so you you did it all. so one last little question before i let you go i know because marijuana i live in california marijuana is is legal for i guess it's legal for everything if i don't know enough about that but there's a lot of people that smoke pot regularly that's like a, a normal part of their routine what is different between regular marijuana use and Kelly's oil and this, this particular, this blend of what you put together? Um, well, I think a couple of things. One, just smoking marijuana just by itself is kind of inherently unhealthy. You know, mm -hmm. smoking anything is right. inherently unhealthy. So that's probably the least healthy way to to get the marijuana cannabinoids the cannabis cannabinoids so where kelly's oil bypasses all that and goes directly into your digestive system um, that makes it healthier and then it's just a um uh, a concentrated dose of the good stuff so you you get away from some of the things that aren't actually going to help you that much some of the fats and things in the plant but you're just getting all the good stuff and um, mm. without that combustion so i think that's it's a lot higher dose i mean smoking you get a certain amount but when the oil's very concentrated and so you're you're getting a lot higher delivery uh, in a, such a smaller dose without the combustion if that answers your question at all yeah yeah well i'm looking forward to the time where you can you can sell across the world you know where everybody could have kelly's oil right. i mean my god maybe cancer maybe this is the cure i mean it seems like you know it might not be in every case but it i'm so glad that, that it was in your case and i imagine you've got a million more stories you could probably fill up volumes of more books with other stories of people that have come to you and that you and the people that you met along the way um well kelly uh, one thing for your viewers to maybe consider especially the ones that are more analytical and science yes is that um our bodies have an endocannabinoid system that they just discovered just maybe 20 or 30 years ago and these cannabinoids in the cannabis plant fit perfectly they match perfectly with these cannabinoid receptors in our body it's almost like we co-evolved and if you look at the history of cannabis you know we've we've ingested cannabis throughout you know mankind for tens of thousands of years there's histor historical documents of us having cannabis use and it's only been since the 30s that it's been illegal in the United States. So there's, I don't know, 60, 70, 80 years that we haven't had, you know, cannabis in our bodies. And mm. so, I don't know, there's, there's probably a lot to that endocannabinoid system that people should investigate before they um, turn away from cannabis. I, I would encourage people to investigate that part of it. Oh, well, I so appreciate you both. I so appreciate what you've all gone through. I appreciate that you put it all in a book. I mean, it's, I always tell people that come to me for advice on their, on their book and their story. I say, it's one thing to live what you've lived, but it's another to be able to deliver it so that other people can learn from it. It's the final stage of the hero's journey is bringing that elixir home so that other people can know about it. It's quite a noble and profound journey you've been on. It's, I'm just covered in chills and I'm so honored to know you. And I really hope this book goes completely wild and viral and that millions and millions of people buy it because it's, this is the good stuff. This is the good stuff without any of the bad stuff. And it's concise, it's to the point, it's easy to read. And I think this this is going to change people's lives. And I really, really pray that your message gets all the way out there. I salute you and I, I honor you. And thank you so much for taking the time to be with me. If this is one of the first you've done like this, you, you get 100%. Star on the forehead. Do more. You have my endorsement, please. The world needs to know more about you and your story. Thank you both so much. Kelly, Noah Huff, and Rick Huff, you two are a power couple in the best, the best meaning of that phrase. So have a beautiful day and keep going. 
best of luck to you. However I can support you, let me know. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Kelly Sullivan Walden Show. If you enjoyed this episode, take a moment to like, subscribe, comment, and share it with your friends. My show can be found on Apple iTunes, YouTube, Google Play, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to border my new book, A Crisis is a Terrible Thing to Waste, go to your favorite online or brick-and-mortar retailer, then head on over to kellysullivanwalden.com, tragic to magic. Input your order number and redeem your bonus gifts. I'm also excited to be offering a DreamWork practitioner training. So if that calls to you, go to kellysullivanwalden.com forward slash DreamWork. If you'd like to join me for the live recording of these shows, most Wednesdays at noon Pacific, you can find me on Facebook at Kelly Sullivan Walden Dreams. If you have a question about your dreams or about how to transform your tragic into magic, email me at kelly at kellysullivanwalden.com. Until next time, remember, a crisis is a terrible thing to waste. And as you awaken to the power of your dreams, you make the world a lighter, brighter, more beautiful place, one dream at a time. Sweet dreams. Do you want to deepen your connection to the divine? speed up your progress on the spiritual path, then tune in to the Spirit Matters podcast. I'm the host, Philip Goldberg, and I interview experts with wisdom, insight, and practical guidance for every seeker of truth. Spirit Matters on the mindbodyspirit.fm network. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.